Hello, I am Peter Akinusi. I am Yinkai Adeshesong. And this is Pop the Culture. Okay, okay, welcome guys. And welcome to your favorite podcast. I assume it's your favorite podcast by now. It should be your favorite podcast. I have yeah, I mean, all the people have probably not even heard about the podcast. I mean, you guys are feeling us. Episode three. <laughs> yes. But welcome to episode three of Pop the Culture. Pop the Culture is a primary culture podcast that essentially focuses on ideas, people, and events from popular culture and we always try to bring you you know alternative sideways and very very informed perspectives on the things happening in pop culture today we're alone in the studio yeah um a couple of our guests refused to show up <laughs> but it's I, all good i think a lot of people were afraid of the topic that yeah. we're tackling today yeah i kind of like understand why they'll be afraid but don't worry and if you're afraid as you're listening right now yeah i'm coming to get you <laughs> no not really today we're tackling the very 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 famous topic of ponzi schemes or as most nigerians have come to know one you know that thing we do where we take brand names and make them generic names mmm yeah, the world famous MMM. Yes. Essentially, we're basically looking at Ponzi schemes today, or the get rich quick mentality, or as they are called, Wonder Banks. The first thing we want to talk about is a couple of events that have happened recently. MMM is the most famous one in Nigeria. There are a whole bunch of other ones, but MMM is the one that made more waves because a lot of people jumped on it. A lot of people were putting in their money. A lot of people also got burnt when it was free. I mean, it was frozen. Okay. Oh, look at that. See what I did there. Got frozen, <laughs> people got burnt. Ooh, I think sometime in December or so, there was a notice that went out to everybody who was a, should I say, a customer or an investor. This in investor, co- in please, quotes. it is in air rabbits, man, in quotes. <laughs> a lot of people who are investors in, again, investors in air rabbits, in MMM were told in February, in December rather, to please hold on. I think December 14th or so. They should please hold on. Right now, payments can be made back to them. It led to a lot of panicking and people running helter-skelter. But a lot of other people were also very, very brave and said, you know what, I'm going to hold fast. I'm going to be steadfast. I believe that my money will come out. Well, the money hasn't come out till today. <laughs> but MMM is actually back. And supposedly. Supposedly it's back. But in its wake, it has left a space for a lot of other people to create their own Ponzi schemes. We have all sorts. Don't worry, we'll mention them as the show goes on. Um... For those of you who are wondering, what is a Ponzi scheme? Simply put, a Ponzi scheme is one of those investment, in quotes, opportunities that require payment to be made to investors, not from the money investors have put in, but from money that newer investors have put in. So what do we mean? If person A and B, for example, hear about a Ponzi scheme, let's call this Ponzi scheme, the primate culture Ponzi scheme. <laughs> that would be nice. Guys, we're starting the Ponzi scheme. Well, I mean, you... Yeah. <laughs> Now, the idea is that um, for the guys who subscribe to this Ponzi scheme, this PC, let's call it the PC Ponzi scheme, Mm -hmm. if person A and person B invest, they don't expect to get any returns on their investment until person C and person D invest. So basically what the administrator of that Ponzi scheme does is they tell A and B, please chill, we're getting your money back to you soon. 
But personally, A and B, I'm not expected to get any more until C and D. And maybe... Probably E as... And F and, and G. Because as it always works out. Yeah. Now, what happens is C, D, let's say C to G, has eventually put in their money. And it's from their own investment that person A and B get, get their pay. payment. Now, here's the catch. Person C to G don't get any money until somebody else comes in. So we need a person H down to I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Oh, I know my alphabet. <laughs> now, it's recognized that this is how it works. It's often cool for you to get a lot of money this way, but it is a huge risk. Um, Ponzi schemes depend on newer investors. The minute new investors stop putting in money, mm -hmm. a Ponzi scheme dries up. Yeah. So now we now know what a Ponzi scheme is, and this is essentially how MMM was functioning. MMM required, you know, people to make payments, and then eventually you are paired, I think the way it works is you are paired with somebody else, and you're supposed to, you're, you're initially you're paired with a group of people. People, rather, a group of people, yeah. So you pay to that person and expect that somebody else pays to you. Recently, I saw a report that said, um, yeah, I think the NDIC was saying that about three, on, 3 million people have lost $18 billion Whoa. in the exact period. This is documented now, the period that MMM has lasted. They've lost $18 billion to MMM. So the SEC, that's Security Exchange Commission, has sounded out a lot of warnings. Nigerian Senate has sounded out warnings, CBN, everybody. But as you can see, it has not stopped anybody from jumping on this. So we're going to ask ourselves, why? If it's so risky, if it is such, a, in quote, a bad thing, mm -hmm. and if it's led to so many losses, why do people still jump into Ponzi schemes and to MMM and the rest, like... All those funny and they have funny names. I don't yeah, know. What I mean. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. shady names. Why don't they have very, them? very shady names? So I guess I can just yeah. Uh, can will jump in now. Answer that question. Yes, yeah. they know my voice. Um, <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, I just want to start off by saying that I have written about MMM in particular okay. before on primaryculture.com. Dot com. We uh, an article. We published an article where I wrote about. MMM and essentially in some level what we're talking about but that was last year that was even before it bur the bubble burst the bubble burst yeah it was way before that and I said a lot of the things that I said about MMM did come to pass when I say that it was going to crash and it was not a sustainable model a lot of that we have seen happen yeah so that's the first thing that I want to start with um I think just as a way to understand, MMM basically opened up the door for a whole, like a whole industry to develop, I would say. Or, I wouldn't say develop as much as evolve. To evolve, to, to grow. Because Ponzi schemes are not exactly a new thing in yeah, Nigeria. to evolve, to spring up. So yeah. it's just like um, when one particular weed did really well, all the other weeds just like, let's all go to the yard and and dig deep. Please, listeners should not confuse his reference to weed as anything that you blight <laughs> and inhale. We mean weed as in the agricultural term of weed, a plant that is unwanted. Exactly. Yes, you can so, carry on. So, thank you very much yeah. for that. Um, so, right now, MMM went through that whole cycle of they came, they were booming. Apparently, since last year, April, MMM had been on MMM was picking up the pace. They were paying out. But because 
the very model of MMM and other Ponzi schemes is a very non-sustainable one because, and I think this is a very um, important idea to put out there, no value was being created. So obviously it was not sustainable, which yeah. meant that when new users stopped joining the Ponzi scheme... A vacuum was created yes. and it became an issue, a huge and issue. It yeah. will become an issue. And yeah. so people that just joined will not get paid. Word. Also, there's the issue of how the system can be played by the people that set it up. Because imagine a situation where the people that started Ponzi schemes will begin to pay themselves. Because apparently it's the system that pairs people up. So what if you are pairing people up with the people that started off the Ponzi and they are getting paid and then they cash out and then they go. And they a go. lot of times... That's what happens. This is what happens. So MMM was, should I say, the, the great redeemer of Ponzi schemes in Nigeria that sprung up in the wake of our, you know, recession that just started off. And this is a key, this is a key idea. This is a key... Point to note. Point to note that... Whenever there's a recession or whenever there's a depression, you see people become desperate. And so all these types of opportunities come up. And then we saw um, the beginnings of things like this in 2007, 2008. And I think that was where the foundation was laid and where we had the Wonder Bank idea come forth, where people would come and say, give us 50,000 and we'll give you 10% every month. And at the end of a year, we'll give you your money back. Money back, yeah. And it was, I feel like that was where the original idea came. And people's minds were blown to bits. And people were saying warnings, but people were pumping so much money in. And we saw that so many people lost their money. So many companies of these wonder banks came up and died. But I feel like they planted a scene in the minds of people that they could make money in a certain way. Okay. So, not to talk too much, because I feel like, I'm talking too much. <laughs> and, I, and I just feel like because there's so much to say, there's so yeah. much. I've thought about this so much. I've, I've seen it, how it's affected so many people. I mean, you need to think about the 3 million people that lost $18 billion. First of all, first question, where did that money go to? So obviously some people took that money. Siphoned it elsewhere. And, and siphoned it elsewhere. True that. So, so basically we're saying if we're going to start off Two things we could say are reasons for the rise and boom of of Ponzi schemes: greed, yeah, to an extent, as well as harsh economic climate. Definitely. Okay. Cool. Cool. Definitely. Cool. Okay. So now, if that's the case, we're saying this is the why. Mm -hmm. Who do we blame in terms of why people are so gullible? Do we blame the Ponzi scheme setups themselves, or do we blame the people who engage in these Ponzi schemes who are investors in quote? to these Ponzi schemes, or do we blame regulatory bodies who are supposed to be in quotes, watchdogs, you know, essentially ensuring that people do not fall for such twists and such, you know, tricks? Okay. So before I go ahead and answer that question, I just yeah. want to do this thing where, just so everyone understands how crazy it is, I'm just going to call out a few. And some of you listening might have your money or might have lost money or might have made money from some of these things. Yeah. But it's a ridiculous amount. So we have things like pay donor. XN, Moneybox, Quick Money, Tetrismart, Pay Doublers, <laughs> Naira Payouts, Help Community, The Investors, Cash Blaze, which I mean is already suspicious because it's literally <laughs> your cash money is going to burn. Blaze. It's going to, they're going to burn your money. <laughs> That's the promise. Spring Cash, K Nation, which is, I guess, 
started by someone whose name is Kelechi. <laughs> but Twinkers, <laughs> that's a popular one. Pay Cycler, Claritas, Naira Tab, Ultimate Cycler, um, Gold Box Club, Oil Pot Exchange. So like they say, pay me, pay you. Pay me, pay you. Really? Which is <laughs> ridiculous. There's Naira Propeller Donation Hub. I feel like that was one of the ones that sprung up in the wake of MMM. Okay. Get Help Daily Cash Gram, and I think the idea, and I've heard this story from people in Lagos. I heard this story where we have Ponzi schemes coming out every day. In the middle of the night, people are waking up and getting calls and text messages that new Ponzi schemes. And the whole aim is to play the system where you put your money in and you cash out as quickly as, as, as possible. possible. Like a gamble of sorts. Yeah, because you know it's a gamble. You know that this is not sustainable. So you now want to play the game. And so many people are losing their money. And this is, this is ridiculous. This list, I can assure you that by the time you are listening to this, would have increased. That more Ponzi schemes would have come out. And... I say this to say that this is a thing. This is a problem. And I feel like when it comes to why, why is it so prevalent in our societies right now, mm-hmm. the underlying idea on a Ponzi scheme is that you can make money yeah. without working really quickly. That idea has as its parent idea the get rich quick mentality. mentality. Essentially, you put in as little effort as possible to get to as get much reward. A lot. And that idea was brought to birth by the easy, like, you know, when Nigeria, we struck oil, we began to notice the change in attitude. In our, in the, in our attitude where people didn't need to work so hard to make money because there was so much money and everyone entered this space where they were like, oh, I don't even need to work so much to make so much money. Word. So that was the root of get-rich-quick mentality. That was the root of that whole... Wonder Bank thing. Wonder Bank idea. This is the basis of it. That one. So when you think about that, you realize that the problem has its roots in our past. Culture. In our culture, culture. And it's affecting us. So one... Well, we have this um, recession that is hitting everyone. It's touching, especially the people at the bottom of the of the ladder. The in quote, come on, man, the blue collar, the blue collar workers. Yeah. It's hitting them, right? There's there's that hunger in, in the in the country. Then we now have the natural. I don't want to say the natural, but it's like a kind of Nigerian greed that people have, where they the sharp. Everybody wants to be a sharp guy. Everybody. Yeah, so we call it we call it being sharp, but the truth is. It's almost a dishonest because we'll probably get to this, but the truth is we want to benefit from a place we have not shown exactly. a lot of times. Exactly. Because if you ask, all this money is coming from somebody. Who is that person? Somebody is going to bear the loss someday, sometime. Have We never really stop to ask, okay, who is this person and what I'm doing? What sort of consequence or repercussion does it have on that person? It's more about, you know what, man? I came here to put my money in. And get and I got my money, money out. And I mean, I'm like, and I'm out. Juices, Peace. man. I'm good. All good right, bye. and and then there's that, but that is from the point of view of the individual, yeah. but it's institutionalized. Because one thing I would like to say is that the get rich quick mentality that fuels Ponzi schemes in Nigeria is the same one that fuels um, corruption. Yes. In Nigeria, because it's the same idea where you do not have to do any work, but you can make 
a lot mm-hmm. of in quote profit and just like with corruption because you oftentimes do not see the person that is on the receiving end of your on actions. The receiving end of your actions yeah. like disadvantaged by your actions you do not have that heavy sense of guilt rest upon you Word. and it's the exact same thing with the ponzi scheme because with the ponzi scheme you do not see that person that sent you the cash that's not going to get his money back mm-hmm. so a lot of times you're just like you know what i got my money i'm out and so on that level we have that individuals are greedy they have bought the idea that they can get money without having to work without having to create value which is the only way you're supposed to get money by creating value and in some it. form and exchanging that value for cash so they have bought that idea so the whole system have bought that idea. So in government, we've seen people buy that idea and they're expressing that idea out in corrupt ways. We have the young people who are not in government. Or see the lifestyle, the lavish lifestyles lived by those in government and those ahead of them. And they're like, you know what? I would really love to be that guy. So what can I do? Because there's something called paying your dues. We're not saying everybody should, in quotes, suffer and sweat. Well, you should sweat. Yes. But people don't really want to put in work anymore, especially young people. The idea is that I can enjoy the luxuries of life without putting in work to you know deserve those luxuries in life and i think that's one of the reasons why you notice that a lot of young people i, I mean we were talking the other day there are lots of young people we know who have done amazing i mean when it comes to the profit they've made and it worries me how a lot of there are few people who well to their credit have made money from this and invested it in should i say worthy yeah ventures because i mean the honest truth is there are a lot of i've seen mmm groups that have actually come together to give money to charity they bought rice they bought oh, stuff oh wow yeah. more rice bought stuff and went to orphanages and motherless babies homes but isn't that robin peter to paypal to become robin well, hood the truth is <laughs> at that point to play devil's advocate the question will be who exactly was robbed until the victim is you know put forward we will claim no crime was committed that's what they will say yeah and it's it's a good way of absorbing any guilt whatsoever like hey i put this money to good use right so we have that problem and then we have okay the next talking point i think this is a good point now to segue into that when it crashed or should i let when mmm froze when mm-hmm. the ponzi scheme froze and there was the mavrodi crisis <laughs> and people could not be helped anymore <laughs> those of us who are conversant with mmm will probably understand these phrases there was this trend around Nigeria or especially on social media where people were laughing at those guys who had engaged. There seemed to be this, I told you so. I mentioned this to you. Now look at you. And they were laughing. My question here is, should we really be laughing at people like that? Should we? Because, you know, there's this you versus us mm-hmm. or we versus them thing that forms and people don't really learn. It becomes a, I will prove you wrong as opposed to, ah, oh, I'm learning, I'm learning from, my from my mistakes. So, yeah. yes, it's, you know, not, of course, it's not your responsibility to teach everybody. But I'm wondering, why laugh at these people as opposed to, hey, it's okay, but I hope you've learned your lesson. Yeah, and you see, that's the sad part, right? The reason why sometimes I don't know, I, I'm not against the people who laugh, because they know <laughs> that they haven't learned their lesson. MMM froze, came back, didn't pay out. Didn't pay out. And they're now collecting money. And people are still putting money in not just MMM, but other things like MMM. These people have not learned their lesson. So if they keep getting bitten, why wouldn't I laugh? You are getting hurt. So now, yeah, that's one hand. On the other hand, there are people, like for me, 
as opposed to laughing, I would try to press my point and say, we said this thing, now you're hurt. But have you now truly learned your lesson? <laughs> I am of the opinion, I didn't, I wasn't really laughing at anybody. Yeah. I, I think I was too organized, I mean, too concerned with other things in my life to be bothered at that point in time. But my issue is, people truly learning, people truly learning their lessons in, in terms of, look, because I've seen a lot of guys with skills, proper life skills that put, people would die to have those, I mean, pay them for those skills. But they would rather, you know, be invested in, and people were going around borrowing. We said we'll talk about this. Yeah. I know we've heard stories of people who are at banks and we're taking bank money to plow into MMM. We heard stories of people had, carrying their rent money. Rent money. I mean, there's that famous meme, that song rather, that video that was going around where some guy was laughing. I mean, was happy when MMM supposedly came back. He said, he was singing and saying, MMM is back again. My rent money is back again. Blah, 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 blah. When, if, I mean, when they didn't pay them out, another video, the same guy did another video. He was like, look, my landlord is here again. Where's my money, MMM, and all of that. But my, my question is, I mean, sorry, my concern mostly is that we learn that, look, there is, as much as this, I told you so mentality, is probably important. It's probably the only way people will learn. Yeah. But at the same time, why find so much pleasure yeah. from someone else's pain? That's, yeah. that's me. That's, of course, that's the way I see it. And thirdly, people should actually learn that, look, work doesn't kill you. Exactly. I think so much more, as opposed to laughing, yeah. is to push this message that you need to create value and exchange value for something to get money in return. In return, yeah. There's no harm in working hard. Our young people need to hear this and learn this. Everybody wants to just sleep, wake up, hammer. So you want to sleep, wake up, hammer, move, club. club, and live that lifestyle that you've seen on TV. When in reality... There's no such thing. There's no, there really such, thing. no such thing. And this is why people now dabble into stuff like this. So... That's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. So basically, our advice out there to everybody is, you know, be smart. Be smart means you don't have to be involved in Ponzi schemes to make money. That's not the only way out. A lot of pastors and preachers and religious, you know, leaders will always ask you this famous cliche, what do you have in your hand? Mm. Trust me, there are a lot of smart Nigerians, or should I say skilled Nigerians, young Nigerians, who could actually put their skills to use and be paid handsomely in return for that. Definitely. Right? So think about that. Then for you who happens to already be involved in a Ponzi scheme and you're benefiting from it, this is probably infamous. I mean, it's not as popular as what people would like to hear, but be smart to know when to cash out. No, but I, I think the yeah. best way to manage your greed is to have a plan. <laughs> manage your greed, I like that. <laughs> yes, the best way to manage your greed is to have a plan. Don't see, my first two or three payments, exactly, this is what I'm going to do with the this money. This is what I'm going to do with the money, out. and this is how I'm going to be out. Right? Yeah. So, you have to have a plan to cash out. So, yeah. that is what being smart is. So, the, actually, the first level of being smart, which is, you know, the primary culture, is learn to create value. And ex don't and ex expect something for nothing. for nothing. No, that's not how life works. That's it. It shouldn't work like that. Exactly. Right? So, if you want to be a trash mind and you put your money in, don't be like a stupid trash mind. Be enlightened. Have a plan. Manage your greed. Do that. And so I think there's one last thing. We haven't mentioned the government? Yes, the government. Part of the government is, well, government's responsibility is to create a situation where your citizens are relatively comfortable. The government in Nigeria today is not doing a good job. Peter, Peter is the one talking. Yeah. The SS guy. He's, yeah. he's the one that's talking. Okay. I think we can... I don't want to beat a dead horse. 
everywhere you go, people are complaining and whatnot. So I don't want to be that guy. But there are a bunch of things that government can put in place so that, for instance, private companies and small business owners can thrive. What we have in Nigeria is a situation where, more often than not, people come up with good schemes, good plans. When I say schemes, I don't mean Ponzi schemes. I mean legitimate businesses. And initiatives. But it is always yeah. hard, more often than not, to set up your business and thrive in this country. So I can understand why someone who has probably tried out, has struck out in business and yeah. figured, you know what, this is not it. I don't have to be the honest guy. I want to make money quickly. I'm tired. You can understand why they'll take the seed money they had for a startup or some small business they wanted to you know, begin and plow it into something like MMM or whatever and then want to cash out quickly because they're like, hey, why do I have to wait and be the good guy? I don't have to be Superman with the moral code while somebody else out there is not doing the same thing I'm doing yeah. that is benefiting. So government needs to do more in terms of creating an enabling environment for businesses to thrive, for things to be easy. For young people to be able to create value. To create value. Do you understand? Because we, we, we might scold the MMM subscribers and the investors, that, as we call them. But the truth is, what is the place for the skills that young people have? Let's not create a situation where the Hydra that is Ponzi schemes, they had, I mean, with so many heads and whatnot, can thrive. If you can stifle opportunities for um, charlatans and people who run Ponzi schemes to thrive, there won't be any reason for them to exist in the first place. Right? Okay. So that's the place of government. Secondly, I've seen government put out warnings. The SEC and Central Bank has said, look, MMM is this, MMM is that. Be careful, be wary. Don't put your money in, blah, 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 blah. I can guarantee you that a whole bunch of government officials are putting they have their money in because all that one is mouth and to be fair the government can only do so much the government can only say that you should not do this they can only give advice right. the government cannot stop it because technically it's, it's not, not it's an not, illegal it's activity not, it's not, not not even i don't think it's technically it's not illegal nobody has been taken to prison yet. yeah technically it's not illegal in the sense that SEC cannot go and arrest people because it is people of their own consent sending money to other people. True. They have carried the risk. There's nothing the government can do. They can only give advice. Nigerians are not great at listening to advice. True. And so that is why the government can only listen, can only look and just say, look, you know the right thing to do. Just go ahead and do it if you want. One of the good books says, if you know what to do and you don't do it, it is counted to you as what? Sin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do so, what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so, so I think just to conclude, yeah, we're saying that this is the reality that we're living in. We understand with any person that has put money in, because it's easy for you to want to get caught up in. I want to get money now. And trust me, I can understand how the first payment. You know, it's mad how you put in five grand and you get maybe maybe fifty grand first time after two weeks, and it blows your mind. It blows your mind because thirty, no, yeah, in an entire month, four weeks of work often gives you 120 grand less yeah that's even for high-end earners in this country so the person says look if i can make twice this amount in a couple of weeks why should i really be crazy about working for 30 days and everything we can understand that but remember that not everything that glitters to use one of the most beating cliches <laughs> is gold yeah you're not really creating value all right and those kinds of things like where we say the bubble will eventually burst you can't expect to give out nothing and get so, so much, so much in return. return. Exactly. All right? So that's the issue. We understand why you want to make money to make ends meet. But come on. Like Yinka put it properly. I think if you're going to, if you must be greedy, you shouldn't. 
you should have. But if you, you have to, if you're going to be greedy, like they have shot you the arrow of greed from make your it, village. Exactly. Do you understand? Make Manage a smart your plan. Have a plan. Yeah. Do your business. So that's it. As always, we'll appreciate your feedback, your comments. I mean, tweet at us if possible. Leave a comment in, in, in the comment section. For everybody who has downloaded and who has streamed and listened and shared the link so far, we're really, really grateful. You help. You're a huge part of what we're doing here. We really appreciate it. I'm going to ask Inka what is checking for this week in pop culture. So currently, yeah. What are you reading or watching? Or yeah. Listening to. So. Or eating. I have been watching the show Westworld, Ooh. which is let me just put this out there a fantastic show. Yeah. Um, the storyline is crazy. The plot twists are crazy. I like the use of technology. And if I'm just going to highlight one thing, any person that watched that show would notice how the, their phones are actually their computers that they just pulled out. So that has been really um, So that's that's what's been on my radar. Okay, Westworld. Yeah. You're not reading I am reading uh, *Mere Christianity* by C.F. Lewis. It's a fantastic book. One of my favorites. This, by the way, clearly you can see that Yinka is my trash man. <laughs> anyway, very, 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 very grateful for you guys and your time. Please buzz at us if possible. And yeah, this is from mine is at Ingbedi, that's N-G-B-E-D-E. You can, at any time possible, you can just buzz at us. Also remember, this episode is as important as the first two episodes. So please, share it. Share the SoundCloud link. Subscribe. Yes, subscribe and rate us. That's the only way other people can find on iTunes. So please, not when you subscribe, don't just subscribe. Please rate us and let us, you know, be much more discoverable for to everybody else. Thank you very much for your time. It's peace out from me and peace out from Yinka. Yeah, I don't have to say the peace out. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs>